Johnny Meadows and this is my story. No, you're not good enough. The year was 2005, and it was the first football game of my life. I was a first grader playing in a third and fourth grade league, and while I didn't play very much, it meant so much to me that I was playing for my dad, who was the head coach. I wanted to make him proud, and with a hopeful smile, I asked him after the game was over if I did good. The answer of no, along with many others, uh, would dictate my self-image for years to come. I grew up in a very strict family. We were religious, but never really attended church. And things like emotional vulnerability, open communication, and uh, unconditional love were not experienced much. Our lives were full of discipline, judgment, extreme criticism, and never praise. I couldn't be myself because I felt like the real me wasn't enough. In everything I did, I could have done better. Any achievement, unless I got first place, wasn't good enough. In sports, it didn't, injury didn't even matter. And when I was achieving excellence, it was considered the norm and there was no reason to be proud. This life dictated how I viewed my relationship with God as a conditional love that I couldn't get unless I was perfect. I felt that anything short of excellence in my pursuit of God would lead him to repeating the same words my father used all those years ago, you're not good enough. Fast forward to my life after high school, I felt like I had no purpose in life. I had no idea who I was or what I wanted to do next, and this, conti <clears throat> this continued throughout my first couple years of college. Over the next few years, I had truly lost my willpower to maintain the expectations I held for myself, and I fell short in everything I did. By the start of my senior year of college, I had no friends, no real relationship with my parents, and physically let myself go to the point where I weighed over 300 pounds. I felt hopeless, worthless, and I hated everything about myself. I couldn't look in the mirror. <clears throat> I felt hopeless, worthless, and hated everything I was. One night I prayed to the Lord for the first time in many months to help me because I had no idea what to do next. The next day, I happened to find a crew flyer. I felt that the Lord was calling on me to take a chance. After a short meeting with a crew staff member, I found myself in my first Wednesday night Bible study. It was there that I met many new people, people who helped me feel accepted and not judged for the first time in my life. Over the next couple years, through the Lord's guidance and the community that he had given me, I felt that I was finally good enough and accepted by people. Even if I didn't believe, in, believe it for myself. I lost over 100 pounds, I made new friends, I felt like I had finally found a community the Lord knew I needed. And then I graduated and went back home. This past spring and summer, being back home, ended up being one of the worst years of my life. The issues from all those years ago came back full circle with my parents Constant nitpicking, criticism of just about everything I did, cut downs, insults, all of it. I was put down and heavily belittled by my father at work, and I just had to accept it. I was made to feel like less than a person in, by the people in my life. All the while, I once again felt like I wasn't enough. This led to me replacing my feelings of hope in Christ to feeling like I had to prove myself once again which led to absolute hatred and resentment in my heart. I felt utterly broken. I realized I needed help from God and others to grow. I continued to, I, need, or I needed to understand my own heart. 
and to let go of what plagued it. Coming back to campus for grad school, I was an absolute wreck. But with the help of many people and the prayers to the Lord, I began to put myself back together piece by piece, starting with my relationship with the Lord. I learned what our relationship with the Lord was meant to look like, that God is not someone who turns us away when we're not perfect. He sees us as, a, as whole and complete when we are with him. We don't have to prove ourselves to be worthy and to be loved by him. With this new mindset I had about the Lord and myself, I began the process of slowly rebuilding my life around accepting the truth that I am and I have always been loved by God. I had nothing to prove. The identity, or the thing that matters most is that God loves me, and in him I find my value, my worth, and my identity. While it's still a process, I'm continuing to discover what it means to experience and internalize this love for me. Psalm 139, verse 13 through 14 says, For you created my innermost being. You knit me together before I was born. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Yeah, if you have any questions and would like to talk, after 180, you can find me down here probably helping out. My name is Donnie Meadows, and that's my story. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the One.